Bobby Bones, post-show, pre-show. The draft results from yesterday. Raymundo wins the draft at 39%. I finished last. It was close between Miami and Lunchbox. 14, 14, 13. So I will not be in the next draft. Whenever that is, because we're not doing them every week, it's when we get one we're really pumped about. But uh, Raymundo's the big winner. Raymundo, you drafted Rosie O'Donnell, Kanye West, and Flo from Progressive. And we gave you a hard time on that one. You won. Congratulations. Yeah, and the flow from Progressive, that was a miracle because that just popped up on my feed, and I go, man, she's annoying. Oh, wait, we're doing that annoying draft today. And boom, the rest is history. There you go. Well, I saw a lot yeah! of comments, too. People were saying that they agreed with Ray because of flow. I didn't know she was that annoying to people. I'm not annoyed by her. Me either. I like her. Uh, let's do country music's top songs right now, which, by the way, too, this is also live on Facebook. You guys can see us. If you guys want to call us right now and hop in on the post show, you can. 877-77-BOBBY. We can open the phone lines back up. Can we, Ray? She's checking on it right now. What do you mean? Checking on what? I think it might switch over to local Nashville. No way. I don't it know. Does, That's yeah, what they're checking. At 10 o'clock it does, yeah. Huh? What do you mean? We can open them up. I mean, we can take whatever we want. Yeah, I mean. We, I mean yeah, open them up. No, Bobby, there are no rules on this show. Boom. We can do whatever the heck we want. <laughs> yeah. But oh. in theory, it does go to, na- to the national show. At Ain't nobody calling local national show. Un- All right. You, if you guys want to call us now watching on Facebook, you can. 877-77-BOBBY. That's, and maybe nobody calls. But uh, you're gonna the first call is gonna be like, "Hey man, traffic's bad here on I-65. Uh, what are you do about it?" <laughs> hey, where do you get good tacos on Franklin Avenue? <laughs> it's gonna be only for <laughs> over there. Uh, okay, so if we'll see if anybody calls, <clears throat> hurting a little bit. Um, top three songs. Yeah, top three songs. Here we go. Number three, Luke Combs, "Loving on You." Number two, Kane Brown, "Cool Again." Number one, Lee Bryce, one of them girls. You one of them girls that ain't trying to meet nobody. Number one, pop song, Louis Capaldi, Before You Go. So, before you go. Number one, hip hop song, Drake featuring Lil Durk. Laugh now, cry later. Baby, I took a half and she took the whole thing. Slow down. Baby, we took a trip, now we on your block, and it's like a ghost town. That one came on, we were hooping, right? I don't know, I'm so focused on the game, I don't really... <laughs> I'm, That shows, I'm just listening to the music. Mm. Uh, Amazon has unveiled a ring sensor for mailboxes that alerts someone if somebody's in their mail. So every time the mailbox is opened or closed, it goes, boop, uh, your mailbox has been opened. Boop, your mailbox has been closed. Yeah. I mean, awesome. they, they're going to have so many rings. They're going to be like, boop, your toilet lid's been open. Right. <laughs> boop, your toilet lid's not down before you go pee. What's weird is the house that we moved into, the guy that built it, because he built it before he moved in, he built it for him, lived there a few years, had to be a complete weirdo. He, there, there's some stuff. You go into the bathroom in the living room, and there's like disco lights in the top of the bathroom. Have I showed you that? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, The bathroom what? is very weird. Like, why would you do this? And there's a black urinal and a black commode. Interesting. Right? In my bathroom, because Caitlin uses a guest bathroom, and I use the bathroom connected to our bedroom. And so in my bathroom, he put the worst sinks you could possibly put in if you're trying to, like, wash your hands or brush your teeth, which is what you do in the bathroom. Because there's a slant to them where they come up, and there's no lip on the backside, so water splashes everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. 
And the last thing I want to do is rebuild my kitchen or my, my bathroom. But the toilet's also black in there, which gets to my point. It's also weird to have black toilet. At night, you can't even see the toilet when you're walking in there. <laughs> Much less if the lid's up or down, <laughs> which is totally weird. So um, I just don't feel like – and we're working on the barn right now. I think we're going to do some work on the barn because we have a barn in the back. You going to buy a horse? No. We're going to turn the barn into something. Oh. I think that's the goal. Like a put a dance floor in there? Yeah. Like a disco. Yeah, some honky-tonks? Saturday night and the mood is right. <laughs> Head on over to the Twist and Shout. Yeah. Um, so something – but you can't make it a, a, a living space because the HOA in the neighborhood go, hey, you can't have someone come and live there or Airbnb that. So we're not quite sure. But we have a barn. We're not getting a horse. So I'm going to turn it into something. Have you been in that barn? Mm-mm. No, I saw it. I haven't been in it. It's pretty big. Yeah, it's huge. I think on that land that we live on, that used to be used for horses. And now there's just a barn there, oddly. And so, and the guy didn't do anything with it last time. What do you think about, I thought about this when I was there the other day. What, what do you think about buying a cow to just kind of graze and, and eat the grass? It would be fine and fun, but I finally can let my dog just run in the yard now. Mm-hmm. And I, that cow would step on my dog. Sure. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go to Amanda in Virginia. Amanda, you're listening right now to the Post Show Live. Is that true? Hi, yes. Good to see you. Are you watching on Facebook? I am. Nice. What would you like to say? I was just calling to say hi that I really enjoy listening to you guys. Um, I'm a teacher here in Virginia, and so with that, I have a few hours with virtual teaching to listen to you guys after I teach my students. So that's what I do while I work is listen to you all. Well, we appreciate that. Thank you, and, man, keep up the good fight. That teaching, man, that's got to be tough last year and this year, huh? It's very different. Well, and it's strange because last year I ended on maternity leave and I didn't get to come back to my kids. And now this year I'm teaching virtually to kindergarten. So Dang. it keeps you going. Well, good luck. <laughs> appreciate what you do. Thank you. See I you later. appreciate you guys too. Thank you. Uh, let me hear voicemail number five, Raymundo. This is Don from Florida. Morning, studio. I had a question. So I noticed that Eddie never really talks about his wife and he never names his kids. And, you know, Lunchbox does the same thing, too. So I was curious, is that kind of a personal choice that they've made or that their wives have made them, you know, not reveal their names or anything? So it was just a question I've had for a while. So thanks. Bye. Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. My wife's very, very, very private. And she asked me early on when I started this job, like, just, I love what you do. Go do what you do. You do, you're good at it, but just leave me out of it. And so I respect that. And I did talk about it early on when I first started. I would, you know, talk little stories about, and she would hear it and get really upset and be like, I told you I have a thing. Like, I'm just very private about it. Just leave me out of things. So I try my best to leave her out of it. And by doing that, I don't say her name. Don't post pictures of her. And then the kids, you know, I just don't think that they have the right to de- to decide if they want to be exposed or not. You know, if they're 18 and they have they want to be talked about or whatever, I'd gladly do it. But they're kids right now, and I feel like I make the decision for them. So the decision's like, no, don't want their names out there or their identities. So I respect that. Will you let your oldest, who's 12, 13, get an Instagram account and post a picture of himself? No. What if he wants to? Mm-mm. No, I won't do it until he's 18. That's not going to last. <laughs> Lunchbox? Uh, I don't put my kids out there just because I don't want strangers. I mean, you guys are listeners, but you're also strangers. Going up to them and then my kids not understanding what a stranger is because everybody knows their names. And then my wife, 
She doesn't really like to be on social media. She says, hey, just, you know, you can talk about me, but just don't post pictures because I don't want people annoying me. So that's it. Eddie's son does have an Instagram page. He does. It has yes. 4,739 followers. <laughs> oh, that's right. What is it about? <laughs> it's faces called- in every places. That's right. And it's, I find things in the world that look like faces. Mm-hmm. And he posts it. So it's at faces in every places. And he was posting every day for a while there, but then I think the last post has been like a few months because June. He's slacking. Uh, Kim in Maryland, we appreciate you calling during the post show. What's going on? Hey. Hey. How are you? Pretty good. Thanks for calling. What's going on? Um, no, I'm just sitting at work, and I was watching the post show pre-show on Facebook, and I thought I'd call in. So what do you do for a job that you can call a radio show? Well, I'm a school counselor in an elementary school, and I'm on my lunch break. Okay, that's fair so. then. You're not going to get in trouble for that, right? I, I hope not. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> are you, like, outside of Baltimore? Are you outside of, uh, like, listening to our D.C. station? How do you listen normally? I usually listen on WDSD out of... Oh, um, Delaware. Delaware. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Dover, Delaware. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we, yep. pr- we appreciate you calling, and thanks for listening, and thanks for being uh, part of the team. Thanks. I love what you guys do every day, and I have an hour commute to work every day, and you guys get me to and from work. Is there a favorite um, segment? Maybe not something we do every day, like tell me something good. But is there a favorite thing where you're like, oh, I'm glad they're doing this today because I, I like this? I love the morning corny because I use that with my students. So they, they seem to get a kick out of it. So we shouldn't cancel that segment. <laughs> Absolutely not. And I love the draft. Okay. So there's so many things I like uh, uh, that you guys do. And, and the tell me something good Um that's a great segment. Of course, as a school counselor, we're always trying to spread kindness and positivity. So that helps. Well, appreciate that. Thank you for calling. Hope you have a good lunch break, and uh, hopefully we'll talk soon. Thanks. Appreciate you guys. All right, have bu- a good day. Bye-bye. I remember when I went to Rod, our boss, who was in here a little bit ago during commercial break, and uh, I was like, hey, here's a bit we're going to do. It's called The Morning Corny. He's like, that'll, that'll never work. I'm like, well, it's not supposed to be anything earth-shattering. It's supposed to be something fun. It takes like 10 seconds. That thing will never research. <laughs> That's what he told me. Yeah. Uh, let's do one more. Caitlin in Salt Lake City, Utah. Caitlin, you are on the post show. What's going on? Hi. How are you? Good. Who's this? This is Bobby. <laughs> oh, my God. No way. It is. <gasps> Hi, Bobby. How are you? What's going on with you? Um, nothing much. I listen to the show on podcasts all the time because I'm from Texas, but I live in Salt Lake City now. I talk about the Bobby Bones show. I wear Pimp and Joy stuff and people in Utah look at me like I'm crazy. Well, to be fair, you might be a little bit anyway, even, even though you do love us and we appreciate that. Maybe you're a little nutty though. Maybe. I know. I sound a little less nutty right now. I kind of hate that. About I'm, just, I'm, just giving, I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> uh, well, I just really love the show. I listened to you guys back when I lived in Austin, and I just have continued to listen to you, even though I live in Utah. And I wear this Pimp and Joy stuff. Everybody asks me what it means. Um, I try to explain it, but I still get kind of looked at like I'm crazy. And I just want you guys to be in Salt Lake. I want you guys... To play in Salt Lake so everyone knows when I talk about the Bobby Bones show what I'm talking about. 
I wonder if our company has an affiliate in Salt Lake or what the country music landscape is there. Because, you know, there has to be a station for us to go on. I'll investigate. I wish I just had the power to be like, <laughs> you want it? Salt Lake it is. Uh, well, well, and country music is huge here. It really is. Okay. Like, well, just as big as it is in Texas. Let me look into it. I appreciate that call, Caitlin. Thank you for, uh, for listening to us. Yeah, thanks. All right. See you later. All right. I think that'll do it. Amy, what's going on today? Anything you want to shout out? Oh, I have a new Q&A episode that'll be up today, loading a little bit later than usual. So if it hasn't gone up, normally it's up by midnight, but had a snag. So it'll be up today. What was the snag? Life or life. technology? Uh, no, life. And so just had to, thought I could record it when my kids were out of school, but just some stuff. So now I know I just have to do everything while my kids are at school. Is that the only podcast up today, Mike, yep. on the network is Amy's? Okay, cool. All right, all right. I guess Sore Losers may have one up today. You guys doing one today or no? Not today. No. Today's yes. when I wanted one. You want oh. one today? We can do one today. Yeah. Lunchbox Wait, So what are your days? Uh, Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday and Friday. Friday. Oh, okay. Lunchbox came in today very angry because his fantasy team lost, and he's like, guys, I want to do it today. So well, because we, the emotions are raw, so I figured we could do it today. And but do you guys live by the rule that nobody gives a crap about your fantasy team? No, no, because it's a, it's a, it's a league. With it's a our, Sore Losers League. It's a Sore Losers League. And so, but you don't talk about the non-sore losers, right? League. Correct. It's the sore losers league. Okay, and right. it's just depressing. It's like dreams. Yes, people I know. don't care about your dreams or your fantasy teams. Correct, yeah. and that's very true. And I like talking about both. I know. <laughs> I know. All right, that's it. Uh, have a good day, everybody. Enjoy today's radio show. Bye. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Hey guys, welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's go to Nick in St. Louis. Nick, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's up, man? Hey, Bobby. Um, and morning, studio. Morning. morning. I just had a quick question for you. So I just got done reading your second book, Fail Until You Don't. And you mentioned in it that you hate when people say literally when it's not a literal thing. So my question for you is when you say bye to people when you're on the phone with them, you say see ya but you're never going to see him, most likely. So what's the logic behind it? The logic is that literally just bothers me and see you doesn't. You know, I mean, nothing more. We all have our personal tics and our personal things that annoy us. But I think see is a common expression with, hey, see you later. That means goodbye. Literally just a lie. If you mean figuratively, don't say literally. But it obviously just bothers me. Just, you mean like I'm literally freezing. You're yeah. not literally freezing. You're, not, you're cold. Literally. No. You're a little cold. You're, right. a little, you're a little chilly right now. Right. But you're not literally freezing. Sometimes you are literally freezing. No, but no, you're you, not. No, a lot of times freezing literally. Freezing would be under 32 degrees and you're starting to ice over. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I have had that happen. I have been literally freezing, like in Colorado or something. But, Eddie, most of the time, (laughs) it is a sarcastic figurative. Yeah. Nick, it's just bothersome to me. Most people, it's not. But the other one for me is when someone says over 100%, like Mm. 110%. There is no more than 100%. That's the actual max amount you can give. 100%. That's it. Anything else goes out out of the lid. You know, Bones, I was watching that Challenger show on uh, Netflix, yeah. and the astronaut engineers are saying, like, you know, throttle up to 110%. So how is that possible? Oh. Well, then 110%. <laughs> That's a measurement there. They're, they're, it's different. Then it has to go up past that as their, okay. their top end. Okay. 
Because if someone's like, you know, he gave 110%, and the other person goes, well, the other, he gave 120%. You're both lying. <laughs> you just use the words. Because there's How, no more than 100. But can someone give extra? No, because if you give extra, that's inside of the original max amount you could possibly give. See, that just doesn't bother me if someone says 110%. I get what they're saying. They gave their all and then some. But that's not their all. If they had more to give, that's not their all. But again, these are just ticks that bother me. Right. What bothers you, Amy? I'm pretty easy breezy. Wire hangers. I guess I meant expressions or words. <laughs> Amy's like, liars. <laughs> no, no. Nothing really bothers me. That's why it's so weird to me that you cannot handle when people say literally and they don't mean it. Because I'm a person. I All these things you're saying, I do. So. Maybe that's why Amy's <laughs> upset at the segment. Hey, Nick, what would you think about that book? Uh, it was good. I really liked it. I mean, generally, I don't read a whole lot of self-help books, but you endorse it all the time. I listen to your show every morning on the way home from work. So I was like, I got to read it. And I liked it. I took some things from it. I really did. I appreciate that. I tell you, I have some at the house still. I will send you a signed copy if you want it. Would you like one? I would like that more than you know. I emailed you guys and asked if I could send mine in to get it emailed. And I never got an email back, which is cool. But I would love to get an emailed copy. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll mail you a copy. copy. And whoever didn't email you back, I'll fire right when the show's over today. So who do you think got your email and didn't respond? (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to put her on the spot. But the lady that answers the phone when you call, she's a super nice lady. Keep her around. Late. Okay. Abby. Hey, Abby, will you come to the microphone for a second? <laughs> if you call our show, Abby answers the phone. Abby, how are you this morning? I'm good. Sorry, I was answering the phone. See, look at her. She's so dedicated to her craft. And sometimes Abby will send me story ideas for the show, and she'll send me seven ideas, and six of them we did the day before. But what I admire about that is she oh, can't listen what? to the show because she's answering phones. That's true. A lot of people call in. They're like, what were you just saying? I was like, I actually, I really don't know what we were just talking about because I'm talking, I'm answering. What do phones. most people call about? Um, I mean, I guess kind of advice, I mean, advice questions, mm-hmm. but I guess things we've already talked about. So I feel bad because they're like, oh, I want to weigh on this. And I'm like, uh. We already talked about that. So. If someone wanted to be on the show, what advice would you give them? What are you looking for? If they're enthusiastic okay. and happy, and we'll talk about something that's like really funny or interesting. Yeah. Um, and I love advice questions. So if anyone calls in for advice, it's usually, you know. And if they can like, probably speak clearly and their phone's in a good spot. Yes. Do you have to tell people, get your phone off speaker? You have to be on the phone. All the time. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, are you on Bluetooth or speakerphone? They're like, no, should I be? I'm like, no, no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> it echoes. It just doesn't sound good. So. Well, Nick called Abby and said you're doing a great job. That's, <gasps> why, that's why we put you on here. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate that. That's nice. <laughs> Nick, I'm going to put no you back problem. on hold. I'm going to get you a signed <laughs> book. All right, man? Sounds great. Thank you so much, Bobby. All right. There's Nick in St. Louis. Let's go over to... Dustin in Oklahoma, who's on, I think, line four. Hey, Dustin, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, Bobby? Morning, studio. Morning. How are you guys doing today? We're doing pretty good, man. What would you like to talk about? Uh, I was just going to call in and tell you guys I love the show. I've been trying to get through. I had a birthday Thursday. I turned 40 years old. Um, I've listened to you guys every day for the last who knows how long, and um, I've lost 90 pounds listening to you guys' podcast every day I run, listening to you guys' podcast. Wow. And I just want to give you guys a shout-out. 90 pounds. Come on. Yeah. Are you feel healthier? You feel good? You feel you feel uh, like ready to take feel, on the world? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Like, 
I'm in better shape than I was when I was 18. Like, that's awesome. I can't believe I'm actually talking to you all. Man, good for you. Super pumped. If you feel better and you feel healthy, that's what it's all about, man. So congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah. And I thought every day I ran, I thought, man, I can't wait to talk to him. I try to get through, try to get through. But, yeah, man, I appreciate you all. I love what you guys do. And yeah, I'm a big fan. And uh, I, was, I had a question for you about, what do you think about, have you ever had a root canal done before? I think I've had seven root canals. Oh, man. No, no, have you ever had one done? Yeah, I think I've had seven <laughs> done to me. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I we couldn't afford to go to the dentist when I was a kid, so I didn't go to the dentist until my 20s. So when I went in, it took 10 years for them to catch up on my mouth. So I think I've had seven or eight root canals. All of my back teeth just about have had to be root canaled out. So, yes, I've had many of them, and experiences have been different every time. There have been some where I go in, and you're like, wow, that was pretty easy. They just do a little boom-boom. You don't feel anything. <laughs> but then some really last with you for, like, two and three weeks. Why do you ask that, Dustin? Because I got I got one tooth I was going to get pulled, and the, the dentist said I had really good teeth, and he didn't want to mess it up by pulling that tooth. He'd rather get me a root canal done and then get a cap put on it and then I just seen what your thoughts were about that. Okay. Being someone who's very experienced in getting root canals, I would say it's not that big of a deal. I think TV, when they're like root canal, it makes it seem a lot worse than it is. Most dentists now are equipped to make you feel fine. It's just a little little prick, and then all of a sudden you're good to go. I would say go for it, get it done, and, and good luck, man. All right, man. I appreciate the advice, and uh, thanks for letting me call. All right, Dustin. Hey, congratulations, man. Uh, stay healthy. All right, bud? All right, man. Thanks a lot. You guys have a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye. There he goes. Man, good for that. You guys can always leave us a voicemail at 877-77-BOBBY. Hey, Bobby Bone Show. I just got a question for Morgan number two. Uh, I'm new into the online dating world, and I was wondering what she is looking for, or a girl her age would be looking for, for a guy's profile. Like, what kind of pictures should we be posting? Or what attracts women that we say about ourselves? Let me know. <laughs> no, yeah, that was Brantley Gilbert. <laughs> or Tyler Farr. Or Josh Turner. One of those guys. Uh, Morgan, in all seriousness, what would you advise him? Um, definitely photos of yourself. People post group pictures and women can't find the actual person on the profile. So photos of yourself, but not mere selfies, like a photo somebody took of you that can clearly show you. Some dogs on there is always a good thing. Um, maybe if you have a photo with like a niece or nephew, babies are cute too. But um, then isn't that confusing because you think it's their kid? You can put in your caption, like those are my niece, those are my okay. nephew. Babies and dogs always get women. Um, and then also like oh, add yeah. some prompts on there. There's an option to add um, some more about you on there. So do that because the more effort you put into your profile, the more a woman knows you actually want to date instead wow. of just like hook up. That's good advice. You know, on her point about don't put a group picture up, aside from not being able to find which one is you, it always stinks if there's someone better looking than you in the picture because mm-hmm. then they hope it's that one. And then when they flip to the second picture, it's not. So there's disappointment. So if you do put a group, make sure they're all uglier than you. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yes, we have to do that. What about a full body? Are they interested in like seeing a full body Don't picture? Ask me. She's right beside right now, you. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Ask her. Okay. Morgan number two. Yes. I mean, and it it's, works for both guys and girls. Everybody wants to see everything that they're getting. So that way when they meet you in person, there's no surprises, right? Oh, 
I, what happened to our friend recently on online dating? I think I told you about it, but this just made me think of it. She has a, a bigger chest or whatever, but she doesn't like to, for that to be in her pictures because she doesn't want a guy, anybody to be drawn to that. So she does not include that <laughs> at all. And she goes in her and she's so excited about this date. Like she cannot wait. She's super pumped. They've been messaging on the app. Then they go to dinner and in the middle of conversation, he's like, you know, I've, I kind of want to tell you something like, you didn't put your chest in any of your pictures. He's like, and you, and you should. <laughs> and she said, okay, well, all right, nice knowing you. Into this Wait, game. wait, wait. She, no, no, no. He was like, that was just one of the many what? things he okay. said that was obnoxious. If that's one of the many. <laughs> that was one of the many things where she's just like, don't, don't say that. You would never say that to somebody, Bobby. I wouldn't. Mm-mm, exactly. You wouldn't. Trust me. But if she already knows it's such a thing that she doesn't put it in pictures, for her to get upset when he no, brings it up. She wasn't upset. She's just like, I, I now see why he's still single. Okay, but what about why about why she's still single? Well. And maybe this is why she's still single, because she unfairly criticizes No, people. it was that and other things. I just won't get into all the things, but I just thought. One. Yeah, now I want to hear <laughs> more. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we sat next to, uh, next to a first date the other night. Uh, Caitlin and oh, I did. Oh, that's so much fun. They just kept talking about their food. And so we're sitting at Olive Garden, and he's like, so, do you like fettuccine? (laughs) And she's like... (laughs) I love this. And she's like, yeah, sometimes I I like to get it. Sometimes I get chicken. Sometimes I get shrimp. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I mostly get mine with with, uh, chicken. Yeah. Do you like the special teas they have here? (laughs) I mean, and I just felt bad because he... Didn't go in with a plan. Yeah. And she wasn't giving him anything. Because I've been before and I've been like, oh, man, I'm just not good tonight. Like, I'm not feeling like I'm an A-plus <laughs> material. But luckily, she, sometimes she's there to be like, whoa, well, what about this? You know, sometimes. But it was it was pretty brutal. I don't think they're having a date, too. Morgan, oh, have you been out lately? Uh, no, I haven't. I keep dating my, uh, deleting my dating apps and then re-adding them and, del- and it's the whole process. Why do you do that? Because I get tired of it. I, t- I get tired of going through all the motions and like meeting people for it not to work out. And then I get frustrated. So I'll delete it and then I'll re-add it because I'm like, well, how else am I going to meet somebody? So it's the whole thing. Oh, yeah. It is a weird time because it's not like everyone's out and about. Yeah. Yeah. There's no really no other way to meet somebody. And, and what, you're going to go up to somebody at the grocery store with a mask on? Like that's taboo right now too. So there really is no other way to meet. Would you ever just find a guy on Instagram and go into his DMs? Well, hmm, funny story. I, I followed <laughs> a guy on Instagram to like, it was an open door kind of thing. Like I was going to follow and see if I was interested. Maybe I didn't How'd you know who he was? He popped up on my Explore tab and I was like, oh, he's super cute. Well, he messaged me and I was like, okay, cool. This is great. How did he know who you were to message you? He just followed me back. Like, Oh, you followed him? Yep. He and followed then he followed back. me back yeah. and then you just kind of sat on it, right? Well, he um, he messaged me one time, like sending us a congratulations over our big award or whatever that we had won. And I was like, cool. And then the next day, he asked to come on the show, and I just oh. I ran away. Oh. I, ran, I ran away. Oh. 
trying like, so hard. Is he hard. an artist? No, he like I, some brand that he yeah, like let's did. Let's have him on. I'm up for it now. Like <laughs> Wait, I could not did, be more motivated to get him on. What did he want to come on for? <laughs> he has some kind of connection um, to an artist. I don't want to give too much away because then he'll know. Um, a connection to an artist, and they're doing some kind of project together, and that's kind of what he wanted to talk about. Is it about. Chase Rice head down butt up, or whatever his thing is on his <laughs> head? No, it's, a, it's an artist <laughs> that, like... He's <laughs> 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 he wears a hat, head down, yeah, butt yeah, up, or whatever it is. No, I'll get no. wrong again. No. It's an artist that we have on pretty often, and he's a great guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there there was a connection, and as soon as he did that, I was just like, um, okay, well, I'm out. That was a oh. easy way to figure out that you have one interest and one interest only. Well, he's probably got two, but that one is <laughs> the leading, the big one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Mm. So yeah, that doesn't work either. Sorry, sorry, it's not working out for you. It's okay. <laughs> These are the wedding songs that lead to the happiest and unhappiest marriages. You ready? Yeah. Ready. It goes down to what you dance to at your wedding, apparently. Because what they did is they asked a bunch of people what their first song was and asked them how happy they were, and they saw some similarities. Okay. What'd you dance to first song? Pat Green Crazy. Eddie, what'd you dance to? I think it was uh, All I Want Is You by U2. Lunchbox, do you remember? Yeah, Ray LaMontagne. Best thing or yeah, best, best thing? Yeah. That's it. Okay, <laughs> name of it. I just knew the guy. Uh, so I'm not married, so I don't have one. But here we go. Here are the top five for the happiest couples. At number five, Etta James at last. Mm. At last. It's a good dance song. So good. good slow dance song. Yeah. My love has come along. At number four, A Whole New World from Aladdin. I've never heard this at a wedding. No. It's the first Not. dance song. No one to tell us. I mean, <laughs> I'm hoping if this is a song, it's a whole theme. Like it might as well be all Aladdin. You're all dressed as genies. And uh, number three, Frank Sinatra, "The Way You Look Tonight." There is nothing for me but to love you. It's a good one. The jam. And the way you look tonight. That's good. Stevie Wonder, Isn't She Lovely at number two. First dance songs that produced happy couples. Your number one song is Elton John. Can you feel the love tonight? Two Disney songs. Disney makes people happy. (laughs) Tonight. On the flip side... Couples whose first dance was to these songs describe themselves as way less than happy. Number five, Michael Bublé's Everything. And through these crazy times, you, it's you. You make me sing your every line, your every word. I don't know this song. I don't either. Oh, I do. Yeah. Well, pin a rose on your nose there, fancy music it's girl. It's good. I'm trying to think if it was in a movie or a TV show that I like. Number four, Randy Newman. You got a friend in me. Which is weird. Yeah. It's like a buddy song as a first dance in a wedding. Yeah, this one doesn't feel romantic. Like, I think of this song, I think of Eddie, not Caitlin. Like, we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, Snow Patrol, Chasing Cars. Like it. If I just lay here, this feels like every scene in Grey's Anatomy. Would you lie with me? 
good song. You didn't like it though. You snorted. No, your nose. I, yeah, I don't know. That song just it takes me back. I guess when that song was popular, we played it over and over mm-hmm. and over. So I can't listen to it. Number two, Jason Mraz, I'm yours. This is good tune, dude. Great song. A little too upbeat though for a first dance song, huh? I guess you don't have to slow dance. It's cute. I like it. And then number one, the unhappiest couples, if they dance to One Direction, Little Things. I won't let these little things slip out of my mouth. I can't say I know that song. I know every song in Harry Styles' new record. I don't know that one. Harry Styles is such a rock star. Anyone that doesn't like Harry Styles is, haven't listened to him or... They don't like themselves. Or they just are too cool to admit they like something. Eddie, was it me and you talking about... Yeah. If Harry Styles isn't your favorite member of One Direction. Yeah, we talked about it on the Bobbycast. Oh, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, that's true. We love him. If he's not your favorite member of One Direction, you're lying. That's all. Bones, I feel, I'm feel i feeling a little like a pattern in these songs. So like the ones that have bad marriages, they seem like younger generation songs. Like all the other ones are like classics. So these people are like, you know, they like the classic songs or whatever. Oh, John, but- Stevie Wonder, Frank Sinatra. Aladdin, but Etta James. Okay, four out of five. One Direction newer, Jason Mraz newer, Snow Patrol newer, Michael Bublé newer. Yeah, right. Four out of five. Wonder if that's it. Don't you know. I think it's probably life circumstances. Or oh, maybe. How maybe. they act. I don't really think the song plays a role, but. Oh, you're probably right. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's thirty second skinny. Luke Combs shared a teaser of his song, The Other Guy, that will be out on October 23rd as part of his deluxe album, What You See Ain't Always What You Get. It might look like I'm doing all right. It might look like I'm doing all right. But you should see the other guy. Of Little Big Town has written a children's book called A Dolly for Christmas, the true story of a family's Christmas miracle. The story is of her family and the adoption of their youngest daughter, Dolly Grace. She's doing a live virtual signing ahead of the book dropping on October 6th. Parker McCollum is releasing a new EP on October 16th. It's called Hollywood Gold, a nod to his grandfather and his horse. Here's a young man's blues off the album. Well, it just might be the hardest thing I do. Yeah, well, I can't seem to shake these young men's blues. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. With so many students doing virtual learning this year, desks are in demand and in short supply. So Jeff Wilson, an art teacher in Arlington, Virginia, turned to his community and said, hey, let me get some help. He posted a request online for people to donate their old desks to kids who are now learning from home and don't have a desk of their own. Wilson says he hoped to have a desk drive and that he'd get a bunch of desks and that would be it. But so far, it's been way more than just getting some desks. People are sending in desks. They're sending in money. So far, he's got 50 in all shapes, sizes, and color. And he goes, hey, we we got more coming at us. People are even sending materials to him. So he says, quote, this just shows the community is ready to provide for our children. Was it on this show? Or was it my sister? Because her kids are virtual learning. When they were at my house, they were doing their school. Where parents are like walking behind the camera. 
And they're like in their, either in their underwear or they're <laughs> like smoking. Was that on this show? No, I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. She was like, we got a note where they're like, hey, if your kid's doing virtual school, don't walk behind them in your bra because <laughs> the other kids see it. Or don't be smoking in the background. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I guess that was a story I brought myself. All right. <laughs> nice work. There you go. A big shout out to this guy, Jeff Wilson, for building all these desks for kids. It's pretty awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Lincoln City, Oregon. A 29-year-old man's in the grocery store checkout with his friend. He's talking. He's like, oh, man, I forgot to show you. Got a, I got a new 9-millimeter Glock. And he pulls it out of the holster, and he's showing his friend, holding it in front of himself. And boom! Shoots himself right in the groin. Oh, God. Oh. How groin in the groin? Like, right through the groin, out the left thigh, and almost hit the female artery. Oh. The female, the female artery? artery? So it hit the male, male artery? <laughs> oh, it, fem, fem, femur? Femoral? Femoral? <laughs> female. <laughs> Whatever. But, That's a good try. Yeah. He's in the hospital. All right, there you go. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Eddie, so what happened with your kid? Well, you know how I've always been anti-cell phone for kids, iPhone, smartphone. And I've always said that my kids are not going to get a phone until they're 18 years old, right? Well, he's been talking to my dad. My dad hit him up without telling me that he has an extra iPhone. And if it's okay with your parents, I want to give you the iPhone. Amy's shaking her head. That's so wrong. Yeah. Like, as Did your dad know, though, that you were anti-phone? No, I mean, we never talked about it. Well, so okay, then to be then. fair, he didn't know. I thought he knew your rule because, I mean, you talk about it a lot. I figured that was known by your family. Then I guess you can't blame him, but still, you should probably go to the parent first. I would like to say that I think you saying you're going to wait till they're 18 is nuts, by the way, mm-hmm. yeah. before we further this conversation. You've always said that. However, you are the dad. It is your kid. It's still nuts. Yeah, thank you. It's still nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a mom, too. It's, <laughs> you're, it's nuts. So what'd you tell him? So I haven't talked to my dad yet. Uh, I, I I think right now the conversation is between me and my son, and he says, Dad, I want the phone. If he's willing to give it to me, I I should have it. And I say, no, you're not going to have it. And so it's right now it's a, there's a big fight. Well, could you not let him have the phone, not turn it on with cell, but he can only use data, so that means he can stream some of the apps while he's at home, only while he's at home on the Wi-Fi network. But it's the data that I'm scared of. I don't mind just having him use the phone and he can call us or like you know text us and his friends. It's the data. I don't want him on it. I don't want him to have a, t- a Twitter page, an Instagram page, a TikTok page. Get out of here. They're not called TikTok pages. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> They're not. Called- <laughs> Eddie, do most kids in his grade at school have a phone? Yes. Okay. And don't think that that's not yeah. part of his oh, argument. It's a huge problem. My daughter comes home. She says, "Mom, literally," she uses that word, which is new for her. Every kid has a phone in my grade. And not only my grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth yeah. grade, she's in seventh grade. So she now she's pointing out elementary school students that have phones. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, great. Okay. She wants one bad. And are you going to give her one? I mean, we're talking about it. She's already put it in my like, car. She got put her iPhone case in my Amazon cart. <laughs> $7.99. It's black and pink. She goes, I put my case in your cart. <laughs> I said, well, you have no phone to go in the case. She goes, when you and dad are ready, it's there. So I said, okay, you know, I don't know what to do about it because she's 13. She'll be 14 next year. She is responsible enough to have a phone, but it is, it's all the apps that I'm worried about. 
but we can control the apps that are on there. If she just wants a phone, maybe I just give her one of my old iPhones. And I was like, you can whip it out at school and act like you have a phone. And not use it? Yeah. See, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't give them a brick. Part of it. <laughs> You're just yeah. giving them it's a, a brick. Shell. Well, yeah, part I mean, of it is they just want to fit in. Yeah, so if you want to fit in, here's a phone. I'll order the but case. But then someone's going to say, let me text you. What's your number? Oh. You know, and it'll, it'll humiliate them. Mm. Eddie, how about, <laughs> let me work on yours first. Come on, come on. It's tough. You don't want your kids having a phone, right? I don't. I don't. You, but will you admit that you're, there's no way you're going to be able to wait till he's 18? I'm starting to see that 18's probably ridiculous. Could he not get this phone for free from your dad? And he has he can only use it between 4 and 6 p.m. At, at the house. Like there's some rule, some window that he can only use it at this time. And you get to see what he's doing. And you have the app monitoring on. Sure. Like I say, you could start there, and if he proves he's trustworthy, because you don't know when he's 14 or 15 what he's going to need a phone for if you and your wife aren't able to be home. Yeah. No, I'm, op- I'm open to that. I-, I mean, but to Amy's point, because this school thing really is a, 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 an issue. Like, all my friends have it. They have them at school. And so what happens there? Do we let him take it to school or not? Not yet. Not, he can prove it. He can be responsible enough to move it up there. I think as long as even we as adults can see a goal – even if it's so far on the horizon, it gives us hope and we continue to work towards something. And I think you can build his sense of responsibility. You can leverage other things against it. Like you got to keep your grades up to this point. Yeah, There's yeah. so much you can get out of this when you're only giving up just a little bit. Mm. Yeah. And it is time to start spoon feeding him a little bit of freedom. Just a little bit. And to see if, because if you can have a spoonful and he can digest it just fine, maybe he gets a bowl next. Before you know it, it's a whole Thanksgiving dinner, and he's helping you do things with your other kids. You know what I hate? Hmm. You don't You're have right. kids, and then yeah. you have a great advice, and then it's kind of good. I don't think this is just kid advice, though. <laughs> I think this is just general advice for anybody. As long as we have something that we're working toward, yeah. we continue to work toward it, and it and we're more productive. So if you eliminate hope, he's just going to be in a bad mood. Let me talk to my wife about it. Those are all really good ideas. Does your dad want to pay the bill? No. My dad just wants to offer him the phone and then start crap in my family. Nice. For sure. <laughs> and Amy, with you, I've been thinking about your situation. Mm-hmm. I know your daughter. You're going to get her an iPhone for Christmas? <laughs> what if I get her an iPhone for Christmas? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I've told you and Eddie, I don't, anybody with multiple kids, and if people have advice, we'll take it. I don't know how to manage the stuff when the older kid gets it. And then the other kid doesn't understand that they're not ready for it. Because mm. there's no way Stevenson is ready for a phone, but he's already asking for one, too. And, I mean, I'm just going to have to rip that Band-Aid off when it happens. But I struggle with how to keep that balance. And maybe because with my son right now, we're all on eggshells and I'm just freaking out. But I don't know. I just remember how badly I wanted a pager in eighth grade. And when my mom got me one, I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would just say, as someone who, again, doesn't have kids... I would just say it's not fair that your daughter gets punished for everything about your son. Right. I'm not, she's not getting punished. I rec, I, I'm she's just She's not getting talking. a TV. Not yet. <laughs> because of him. No, no, not yet. I'm saying I don't, I haven't yet figured that out. And if we weren't in a sensitive season right now in our household, it might not be an issue. But currently in this state, I can't introduce that. Maybe in a couple months. But right now I'm hesitant to ruffle the feathers. Could she have a secret phone that he doesn't know about? Oh, yeah, right. Okay. I mean, she'd probably be really good at keeping it from She's him. super responsible. She's stealth. Yeah, she is. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm just saying all your problems. Let me know if you need to. All right, yeah, thanks. thanks, Bones. Yeah. Appreciate it. You guys can go to Facebook, though, and give your advice. Because I hear people on Facebook like to give advice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. do. <laughs>
Go over to the Bobby Bones Show page. Just search Bobby Bones Show and check it out. Alan Jackson is selling his Tennessee estate for $23 million. Hmm. And it's massive, obviously, for $23 million. The two-time Grammy and 16-time CMA Award winner has listed his majestic hilltop estate in the countryside of Franklin, Tennessee, for a whopping $23 million. The weird thing is there's only five bedrooms. You would think a place this big would have more bedrooms than that. So the rest are just like game rooms or something? It's five bedrooms, eight bathrooms, and four half bathrooms. Oh, Whoa. I what? I the house is 22,000 square feet on just over four acres. Oh. So wow. what's wild to me is there's this much space, only five bedrooms. Yeah. The estate is super private, surrounded by 120 acres of green space. The monumental stone house is a private gated entrance, manned 24-7. It's also perfect for honky-tonk action. That's what I'm talking about. Party in the grand public rooms. There are suites, expansive outdoor living areas. There's a pool, pool house, outdoor kitchen, and terraces. No barn, but there's heated and cooled garages for 15 cars. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Just have to buy a couple. You got to buy 15 cars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, $23 million. So, I did the math on this, in case you guys were thinking about if you could afford it yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put down a 20% down payment... By the way, your down payment is going to be $4.6 million. Whoa! Just your down payment. I'm already out. Yeah, I mean, the lotto. A 30-year fixed, right? That's what we're looking at. At an interest rate of 3.304, your monthly cost is $100,594. <laughs> Dang. Those are some bills, man. Yeah, so there you go. There's your mortgage, 100000 bucks a month. What? I'm looking at the pictures now, and for some reason, I just didn't picture Alan Jackson in such an estate. Property taxes, $11,000 a month. Wow. Home insurance, $8,000 a month. You're looking at $20,000 just on property taxes and home insurance a month. Mm. It's like a castle. Yeah, it is yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I've been to the house that he lived in before because I- He had another one other than this one? Yeah, it's massive. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> What's Alan Jackson worth? Lunchbox, Google Alan Jackson's net worth. I wonder where he's going to. Is he downsizing? He's probably getting a place by the Chattahoochee, do you think? Yeah. Somewhere right. down there. Way down yonder. Yeah. <laughs> what oh, do you got, man. Lunchbox? 95 million. Wow. Hey, Amy, you, the, you pictured him in another kind of house or what? I was picturing more of like a lot of land and maybe a ranch style. You know, one story long with like some horses. <laughs> this looks like it, it's in the... Close to here-ish in lots of land, but it looks like it belongs in England. It looks like a castle. Awesome. This is Bill from Conway, Arkansas. I was in Sam's and we were going through the spices, looking for some different things. I saw a new seasoning blend, and it is called Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnadust. Yep. Cinnamon toast crunch, like the cereal, but it is a seasoning. I would have Instagrammed you, but I don't Instagram, so I thought <laughs> I'd just send this to you. Wow. This is the kind of voicemail content we live for. Yeah, yeah. dust. Had no idea. That's amazing. Probably just cinnamon and sugar. Okay, but still, yeah, because it has it. cinnamon toast crunch on the brand, mm. I'll picture that in my head when I eat it. Mm-hmm. We got some Ben and Jerry's ice cream over the weekend. They have some pretty good flavors. Yeah, I can't say that I've spent a lot of time with Ben and Jerry's. We had milk and cookies ice cream in, in, in the little container when we got it at Walmart. It was great. Yeah. 
And then we had uh, The Tonight Dough with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> oh, that That's one's funny. And good. it's pretty good, but then they had little peanut butter bites in there. I, oh, I you don't like I don't, that. Yeah, it was yeah. good except for that. So, hey, thanks for that call. Leave us a voicemail if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. The Bobby Bone Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Amazon announced a bunch of new features that they're bringing to their smart devices. Uh, Some new features include listening for sounds like breaking glass or doors opening when you're away, and then they'll call the cops for you, or she will, or he will, however you identify your your Alexa. But she'll lock your doors, turn your lights off without you asking, just based on your habits. I'm ready. Just put the computer chip in my brain. I'm ready. Okay, get this. What? If your baby's crying... Uh, it kills it. <laughs> no. <laughs> it gets rid of it for you. <laughs> Alexa will turn on some music or maybe a lamp, if that might help. And then also will turn off your TV when they hear you start snoring. And then you can also tell the device to delete all recordings. All you have to say is, delete everything I've said. Yeah, because they're going to do that. <laughs> and Alexa goes, what is this? Alexa goes, okay, done. Wink, wink. <laughs> I mean, you know, the 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 lame take nowadays is, oh, I can't believe they're listening to everything we do. Yeah, they okay. have been yeah. for a long time. You know, I did watch speaking of the same thing. I did watch the social dilemma on, What'd you think? on Netflix, which is about social media. Eh, it's fine. It's I've seen all that before. Of course, they know everything we're doing. They know everything we're doing. They're selling it to advertisers. They know what we're looking at based on how long we even hold our screen to a certain video. Like if I'm watching a video on wrestling. For nine seconds. So like, oh, he must like wrestling just because he held it here for this long. Let's give him more of this content. Knew it all. The part that was crazy to me in that was at the end how if let's say that you can either be on the right or the left, if that's what you watch in your newsfeed, they're going to give you more of that. So much so that you don't even understand the other side. And mm-hmm. that's why the division's happening. So the whole social media part itself, eh. I thought that was just fine. I was bored by the thing generally. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't really like it that much. But I did think the end of it was pretty interesting. Yeah, that part about the news, too. You think that everybody is thinking like you are. Or you you can't believe the people that don't think like you. You're like, how are you not seeing this? Right. So whatever you believe right now, think of the other side. Think of the other side right now. And when you go, I can't believe they feel this way. Here's what you learned from the social dilemma on Netflix is that they feel that way for the same reason you feel your way. You're constantly fed in your feeds of all things the news that you already are into and like and all the slants, all the opinion slants are fed right to you. Not the other side. None. Correct. None from the other side that would actually make you go, huh, wonder about that. Because mm. they know the more you consume, the better they do. Yeah. Wow. So thought that was pretty interesting. But, but I would not recommend Social Dilemma. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I do. Boring old takes. <laughs> you remember when we watched the the Analytica, Cambridge Analytica? Same same th- documentary. Yeah. I, what about from a parent perspective? Like interesting about the how addicting they create it to be addicting, and how some of the creators don't even let their own kids have the apps. I already knew that. Maybe okay, it was for well, me because I'm so in. Maybe but you're so in, but it was I think it, boring. I still think it, it was interesting. What? And you have that opinion. That's okay. <laughs> this is America. You can have that. I guess opinion. that's the opinion running in my feed right uh, now. The great hack was the other one. The Great Hack on yes. Netflix, which was crazy, especially around election time. It's really how good. the last election was pretty much hacked, or wasn't hacked. They took advantage of it in a way that some would say is unethical, but was still legal. Mm. That's the other interesting thing that came out of the social dilemma is the laws that are not 
there we have laws integrated in different systems like the phone companies and different things have these procedures. The internet world, they're behind. They well, haven't caught up to it to where they don't have the same regulations. I would compare it to the Wild West back when America's being formed, right? You have all this stuff happening in all these places and no real bands between them. And you have little laws in all these areas, but you could have some law here and then, you know, uh, seven towns over, you not have the same law because it's been, it's new. We're still, it's still new. Mm -hmm. The internet is generally still a new thing. The dominance of social media is still new to us. Sure, it's been 10 years, but that's nothing. So, and laws are only changed by really old people. And the really old people aren't affected yet. That's This is the reason why we don't need really old rich people making all of our laws for us. So, yes, but it's still the Wild West on the internet. All right, what else? So, do you wash your pillows? Like the actual Cases. pillow? Nah. Ooh, okay. Mm. We're supposed to be washing pillows just like sheets and comforters, not as regularly. But this one guy hadn't washed his pillow in 10 years. And when his girlfriend discovered it, she couldn't handle it. But he didn't want to throw his pillows out, so... She posted how she cleaned them. She put them in the bathtub first, filled it up with dishwasher tablets and some bleach. And then after she got all the dirt off there, she put them in the washing machine and they came out clean as new. But she was just mostly disgusted, as were a lot of people online, that her boyfriend had not washed his pillow in 10 years. I do wash my cases and I probably get new pillows every year and a half or so. Yeah. Oh, so you don't have to worry about washing because you just get new ones. Apparently, I have a huge head and I don't wear pillows out. You wear I, I, out? I think I'm aggressive when I sleep. You with do my, wear them out. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, yeah. yeah, I wear pillows out. All right, what else? So I just want to shout out to Blake Shelton because he recently spent some time fishing with foster children uh, on his Oklahoma property. It was part of Fostering Outdoor Oklahoma Families, which is a program designed to introduce foster children and their families to outdoors. So he took them fishing. Then what they caught, he taught them how to fillet it. Then they had a fish fry later and they got to eat. <laughs> The fish, and then they all got to keep their rods and all the things. So it's just a really cool thing that he dedicated his time to because Blake Shelton didn't have to take time to do that. Only two kids lost a finger flaying fish. (laughs) (laughs) When I was having to learn how to fillet fish when I was a kid, the knife was extremely sharp. I sliced my finger a few times. Yeah. Because it has to be sharp. Well, because when you you want to fillet fish because you don't want bones, right? How many times have you been to a fish fry and there are bones in it? And you're like, well, this this stinks. So you have to learn to fillet fish. That's cool. Blake did that. Really cool. Yeah. There you go. That, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Dana is a little girl from Colorado. When she was seven years old, her friend was diagnosed with some childhood disease. And she was like, Mom. I want to do something to, you know, get money for the research. So she started selling cookies door to door, and her goal was to raise $1,000. Well, here we are three years later. She now has an organization called Cookies for Cures, and they've sold over 12,000 cookies <laughs> and made $100,000. That's crazy. It's <laughs> awesome. Amazing. That is awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, we got this voicemail late last night. Hey, Bobby Bones, two questions here. Why don't you guys do the shock me games anymore with the dog collars or the uh, shocker? And the second question, what about Ray Mundo's Trump money that he bet when he bet that Trump would be president uh, four years ago? Thanks, guys. Keep doing what you're doing. God bless y'all. Thank you very much. Question one, we get a lot of criticism when we shock each other with the shock collar. Good. Not saying we're never going to do it again, but we've limited those type games. Number two, four years ago, Raymundo bet on Donald Trump to be the president. 
he bet $1,000. And this was the point of the campaign when Trump was the underdog. He was at 50 to 1 odds. So for every $1 you bet, you make $50. Ray bet $1,000, meaning if he won, he was going to win $50,000. Well, as you know, Donald Trump won the presidency. Ray hasn't been paid yet, right? I have not been paid. Okay, so when will you be paid $50,000? I believe right after my wedding, just when that next election comes around, it'll been the conclusion of the fourth term or the four years. So I would imagine it's the next inauguration then more than it is the election. Like when the president actually leaves. and then, So and, then maybe it's 2021. So January 2021. Yeah! And you still think that you're going to make $50,000. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if someone come to you and said, hey, I'll give you $20,000 for that ticket, would you take it? No, because I've had the option. I could have easily put it on one of those websites. Wasn't going to do it. I'm a patient man, and I can wait four years, and that's exactly what I did. I thought it was for him to win the presidency, not to win it, hold it, and complete it. Some of those bets, they're futures, what they're called in the gambling industry. It's a futures bet, and they have uh, stipulations like that. Okay, so you think in January of 2021, you're going to be paid $50,000. Yeah. Yeah! And what if you're not? Uh, Then we're talking legal stuff. I got a lady in Dallas that's going to represent me. (laughs) Wow. Okay. What? That's the big city. So who are you gonna go after? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you even know? Yeah. Well, she knows. She's got websites. She says she's able to look at the actual people that she would go and address. And yes, it's not just the website. It's there's people behind these websites. Okay. Okay. Really? <laughs> I mean, technically, they did take your thousand dollars, so there's somebody there. And you're not lying. No. Okay. I gave you guys the betting ticket. Yeah. Okay. Let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny. Here we go. The morning corny. Where do mice park their boats? Where do mice park their boats? At the Hickory Dickory Docks. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) That was the morning corny. There was a guy in Massachusetts who died from eating too much black licorice. Did you see that story over the weekend? I saw you post about it. Crazy. According to reports, the unnamed man ate at least a bag every day without knowing it had a type of acid that could cause his potassium levels to plummet. He went into cardiac arrest just weeks after switching from red licorice. Who knew the difference in licorices would even matter? Doctors say he essentially overdosed on the candy, warning even a small amount of black licorice can raise blood pressure. Also, who likes black licorice? And this is no joke, by the way. According to the FDA, if you're 40 or older, you should be especially vigilant about black licorice consumption. That's because even two ounces a day over a two-week period could cause irregular heart rhythm. Whoa. How is this even legal to eat then? (laughs) It sucks and doesn't seem healthy. I do have a situation here where Lunchbox met a girl at a coffee shop, right? Yeah, I I was having coffee and I met this girl. We had a great conversation and she gave me her number and her name was Tiffany. So I called to get a date. Here's Lunchbox actually calling Tiffany's the jewelry store. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Saying, hey, Tiffany gave me this number. Okay, I'm tracking now. Yeah. I, okay. You didn't really meet a girl. Yeah, we're, right. set, we're setting you up on that one. <laughs> Got it. This is, he calls Tiffany's the jewelry store. And he's looking for he's Tiffany. He's like, hey, t- Tiffany, here you go. Thank you for calling Tiffany and Company. Speaking, how may I direct your call? Uh, yeah, may I speak with Tiffany, please? Uh, we have a Stephanie, but no Tiffany. No, I, 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 I was at the coffee shop the other day, and I met Tiffany. We, we had lattes together, and... She gave me her number and said I should call and maybe we should grab dinner sometime. <laughs> no, uh, no Tiffany here, sir. No, like, I was like, oh, can I get your number? And she put her number in my phone. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she might have been joking with you because the store is called Tiffany and Company, but no Tiffany works here, unfortunately. Wait, wait, you're a store? Yes, sir. Oh, no, it's so... Oh, my gosh. I finally put my heart out there and... Yeah, sorry about that. Like... Are you kidding? Like you're you're kidding me. Like you're I like wish, you're... I wish I was kidding. No Tiffany here, sir. Oh man, I only watched Cuties one time. I'm I'm not a bad dude. Like, I, I will you t- take a message for her? Sure, sure. I'll take a message. I mean, I don't have a Tiffany here, but that latte was wonderful. Your smile was better. I wanted to lick the whipped cream off your lips, and I hope you'll be my forever. All right. Can you read All that right. back to me? <laughs> no, no, there's no Tiffany here, unfortunately. Oh, man, I feel like such a loser. You'll be all right. You'll land on your feet. All right, man. <laughs> He's so nice. He's a nice guy there. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't read back the phone. Because <laughs> he didn't write it down. Right. I'm going to play you guys a song. It's a pop song, but I want you to tell me if you like it before... I tell you who it's by. If you know who it's by, I would like for you to pull yourself out. Okay, if you hear it and go, oh, I know who this is. So here you go. Uh, Blank just released his debut single, Feel Like I Do, with Norwegian music producer Kaigo. Here is the song. Don't hold the genre against it if you hate dance music, okay? Obviously, you didn't hear it a bunch of times, so you probably have no, you haven't developed a relationship with it yet. But what do you think about that? Because it may be somebody you love yeah. and they're doing a different kind of music, or maybe somebody you hate. Amy, if you hear that, what do you think? I like it. Yeah. I have no idea who it is, though. No guesses. None. Okay. Lunchbox? That's a jam. Okay. Like the beat, the, the, the <laughs> dance music. I mean, it sounds great. Like it's well, pro- I mean, it's a great song. Eddie? I mean, I don't hate it. Oh. It's okay. It sounds good. Like, I'd have it on in the background, but this is something that I would never say when it's over. Oh, let me hear that again because I really like it. Because of the genre of song. It, yeah, it's just not my thing. See, if you, can, see if you can guess who it is. Here it is. Listen. Okay, I'm going to give you a hint. He's 53 years old. What? What? Alan Jackson. <laughs> ah, he did this. Is that Garth? <laughs> it's his new, his new Amazon music. <laughs> He's an actor, a 53-year-old actor. Oh, Nick Cage. No, good guess, though. What? He's American. He's got a bald head. Bruce Willis? Vin Diesel. 
Oh. That's Vin Diesel. Oh, my goodness. That is good, guys. Stop it. <laughs> oh, don't even be a hater, dude. That's a good jam. Now, listen and see if you can hear Vin Diesel uh, sing now that I've said that, okay? Yep. For a dance song, it's actually pretty good, huh? Yeah? Surprisingly, yeah. Vin Diesel. Is he trying to get into music? Like, is this his thing? Is his first album or something? I don't know if he's putting out an album. Just giving it a shot. But I don't know. It's, it's actually pretty good, though. <laughs> if you feel like I do. Bam. <laughs> what? It's just, it's interesting. I don't, I don't, you know, like, I don't know if I'd be into it if it wasn't Vin Diesel. But I, I think you're holding the, the genre of music against it, right? Where Lunchbox likes the dance stuff, Amy's fine with it because she likes the pop stuff like this. Yeah. If I told you it was Vin Diesel beforehand, you'd have been like, this is stupid. Probably. So what did you have? Maybe a little bit, but yeah, it's not bad. And I like that Lunchbox is going to point out how it's well produced. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, listen to the, I mean, listen. The, it jams. Eddie's bobbing with it. He tries to act I, like he's not, but he's I bobbing. Know, he, Eddie, no, Eddie. Eddie tries to act like he's too cool for him, but he's bobbing over here. Whatever. Did he do this? Is there a new Fast and the Furious movie coming out or something? Made a record. Made a soundtrack? Song. Yeah, made a song. We have Shonda on. Hey, Shonda, what's going on? What's happening? Well, we're going to give you a chance to win a $100 gift card to Walmart, okay? That would be awesome. Well, you get to pick between Amy, Lunchbox, or Eddie. We're going to play the product slogans game. I'll give them a famous slogan for a product. All they have to do is tell me whose slogan it is. Oh, wow. Which one of them would you like to to risk your $100 on? Eddie. Okay. All right. Eddie. Oh, boy. You're up for her. Yes. Okay. So I can w- win this gift card for her? Yes. By getting my answers right? Yes. All right. All right, here we go. Write your answer down. You'll have five seconds after I read it. Nothing runs like a deer. Nothing runs like a deer. All right, here we go. Amy. John Deere. Lunchbox. John Deere. Eddie. John Deere, Bones. That is correct. The next one. What can Brown do for you? What can Brown do for you? Amy. UPS. Lunchbox. UPS. Eddie. UPS, Bones. Correct. Number three. It keeps going and going and going. It keeps going and going and going. Amy. Energizer. 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 Correct. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. What product slogan is Snap, Crackle, Pop? Snap, Crackle, Pop. Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. (laughs) (laughs) You can't give it to him. (laughs) Yeah, you can. Rice Krispies. Correct. All right, good. Get a little harder here. Is it in you? That's the slogan. Amy? Under Armour. Lunchbox? Gatorade. Eddie? Wow, I did Gatorade. Shoot! It's Gatorade. (laughs) (laughs) Under Armour's a good guess, though, Amy. Yeah, I just want something sporty. Be like, is it on you? You're in good hands. Whose slogan is, you're in good hands? Amy? Olay. What is that? Oil of Olay. And washing stuff. Okay. <laughs> Amy's pretty much eliminated from this game. Uh, lunchbox? Allstate. Eddie? That's Allstate. Yeah, you're in good hands what? with Allstate. <laughs> Have it your way. Amy? 
Amy? Burger King. Burger King. Burger King. Nice. Dang it. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Really? Double your pleasure, double your fun. And <laughs> she's all excited weird. about that one. <laughs> Amy? Well, because Eddie sounds like he's struggling. Wrigley's. Gum. I need a I need a more specific answer. Oh, double mint. Lunchbox? Double mint. Eddie? Okay, double mint gum. Okay, good. All right. There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's blank. And Amy? Chase? MasterCard. Dang it. MasterCard. MasterCard is correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on, Bones. Come on. We've got nine. We've done nine, and you two haven't missed one yet. Here's the last one before we go to sudden death. Oh, boy. Eddie misses. Eating good in the neighborhood. Like I should. <laughs> Eating good in the neighborhood. Eating good, Eating good in, in the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. Where do you go to eat, eat good? good in the na- oh, oh, oh. In. Yeah, me too. No. Amy. Applebee's. It's Applebee's. I have Applebee's. Correct. <laughs> Lunchbox and Eddie have not missed one. We'll now go to sudden death. Wow. One, two, three. Stay four, focused, five. Eddie. Stay focused. I have ten, so I'm going to give them to you one by one. Ready? Okay. So you'll have all 10 of these. We'll go rapid fire. As soon as I say it, you got to get it. Okay. Up first. Lunchbox. Ready? Oh, so I... Okay. Yeah. I thought I was going The ultimate driving machine. Honda. Incorrect. It's BMW. Eddie. Better ingredients, better pizza. Uh, Papa John's. Wow. Correct. Lunchbox. America's Diner is always open. Uh, Denny's. Correct. Ooh. Eddie, the snack that smiles back. Uh, Wheaties. Incorrect. We're now at a tie again. What was that what one? What is it? Goldfish. Okay. Oh, didn't know that. Do. Didn't know that. Yeah. Lunchbox. Obey your thirst. Sprite. Correct. Wow. Eddie. Hot eats cool treats. Mmm. Ah. Uh, hot eats cool treats. Time. Uh, Incorrect. Subway. Nope. You got to answer it. Lunchbox. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Can't believe I ate the whole thing. Um. Incorrect. It's Alka Seltzer. Oh, well, I had beer. Well, what was hot, cold, whatever? Dairy Queen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Eddie, you need this. Come on. Everyone's private driver. Uber. Correct. We're now at a tie. What? That's Dang. their slogan. Yeah, yeah, I never heard that in my I life. Mean, yeah, I, know. I didn't know they had. <laughs> I didn't know one. Uber had a slogan. Yeah. I'm gonna give you one. You buzz in with it. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Travel like a human. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Travel like a human. Go ahead, Whose slogan is that? Travel like a human. You can miss it. It's okay. No, I, I, I want him to miss it first. Travel like a human. Three seconds. Lunchbox. Like, go ahead. Delta. Incorrect. Eddie? American Airlines. Incorrect. It's Airbnb. Okay. Last question. Someone will get it. Here oh we go. God. Sudden death. Delightfully tacky yet unrefined. What's unrefined? I will give I you hints on this one. Okay, okay. Delightfully tacky yet unrefined. Okay, hint number one. You eat here. Hint number two. I don't even know what unrefined <laughs> means. Yeah, I don't know not, either. Not. Hint number two. Can you tell us what unrefined to... means? Like, yeah, because I don't know what that means. I'm so confused. I'm thinking it's maybe not a fancy place. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Not a fancy place. Okay, what's the slogan again? 
Delightfully tacky yet unrefined. It's a tacky place. Oh, Eddie. Eddie. Hooters. Correct. Give me Hooters! Ah! Yeah! Yeah! Oh, <laughs> wow! I can't believe I got that. Wow. It's a little tacky, you know, unrefined. I got it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, well, well. Shonda, you just won yourself 100 bucks. How you feel about that? That is so awesome! Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Shonda, how do you feel? I feel fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie. Yeah. One day someone's going to go, how do you feel? And, I, and then they go, I, I feel, feel good. good. Oh, oh, I feel so good. good. Uh, nice. Good. I feel so good. <laughs> Still not good. Okay. Uh. <laughs> All right. Let me say this. You get a $100 gift card to Walmart. Walmart Photo invites you to stay connected to the ones you love by making beautiful prints, photo books, and wall art from your favorite photos taken during your time spent at home. But you, Shonda, will be getting this. Where do you live, by the way? Charlotte, North Carolina. Love it there. We're going to send you this card. Thank you for listening, and hopefully we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. There she is, Eddie. Nice win. Thank you, man. Took us a while to get there. Yeah, that was a hard one. That was a nice win, though. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Well, back in July, the Alaska Sea Life Center announced that they're going to have to close their doors because they're just not selling tickets. And it was a really, really sad news for a six-year-old boy, Evan. He heard this. He said, no way. This is my favorite place to go to. He's like, we have to save it. So Evan's been drawing little sea creatures for years. He says, I'm going to start selling my drawings. He put them up online. People started buying them. So he raised up to $4,000 to save this sea sea center or whatever. And so they're like, wow, they put that up. And the word spread. They got over $2 million total from people around the world to save this center. Evan's happy. The center is not closing because of it. That's crazy. (laughs) So cool. That's so cool. There you go. That's what this whole segment's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening? You guys can call us 877-77-BOBBY. Let's go over to the big story. Bobby's Big Story. Carol Baskin was eliminated last night on Dancing with the Stars. She had the lowest score of a 12. I mean, I guess it's surprising because she wasn't the first to go. But still, she she made it two weeks. Uh, she was sent home. She said, quote, my husband's going to be so happy I'm coming home. Talking about Howard, her husband now. Current. Yeah. That's funny. But I still don't think she killed her husband, right? Back in the day. So on Dr. Oz today, one of these investigative correspondents comes on and says they found new information about Carol Baskin's missing husband. Oh. On Dr. Oz? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Here okay. you go. He said he was going to put her in the grinder just like he did with Don. An explosive twist in the Tiger King saga and the disappearance of Carol Baskin's husband, Don Lewis. But the show's co-star reveals who he thinks killed the millionaire. I truly do believe that Carol Baskin is behind the disappearance of her ex-husband. This is not the clip I was looking for, but in the clip that I saw yesterday, the whole thing is when we go on. Carol, somebody that used to work for Carol Baskin and Don came back to the to the ex-wife to the wife at the time and said I had all Don's guns with them in the van and said I'll get rid of you like we did Don. Whoa. Oh. Thought that was going to be the clip we were playing there it wasn't. But yeah, that airs today? Yeah, I think so, <laughs> but they had a whole long thing on it yesterday. Yeah, that that was it. It was some guy going to his wife who worked at the with Don and Carol yeah, yeah. and going, "Hey, we'll get rid of you like we did Don." Whoa. So That's not Carol Baskin involved. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm going to die on this hill. Once Sounds Mark like has it. chosen cuties to die on, <laughs> the movie, I've I've chosen this. It's a good movie. I don't think that she she killed her husband, man. Raymundo, our mm-hmm. audio producer, sent 10 different country music artists to DM to see if they would respond because they all claim to be really nice to their fans. Only one did. Oh, gosh. But I'm going to read you them and you tell me which one you think was the one that responded to Ray. Okay. Ray, what'd you write on there? I said, hey, are you there? <laughs> that's yeah, that's it. That's creepy. But <laughs> one of them there? responded. We'll go through the list coming up in a second. <laughs> I did want to play you this correct Tiger King clip. Here you go. These are the new explosive allegations about Carol Baskin's missing ex-husband, Don Lewis. So the ex-wife of one of Carol's employees is coming forward, claiming that she has new details about this. She says that around the time that Don disappeared, her then-husband, a man named Kenny Farr, shows up in the middle of the night driving Don's van and that it's full of Don's guns and that he says to her, Don is gone. And this was before Don had been publicly reported missing. And then this last allegation, which is perhaps the most explosive. She says that sometime later, during a fight with her husband, who she says was in abusive man. He threatened her and he said he was going to, quote, put her in the grinder just like he did with Don. How tragic will it be that America jumped and bullied Carol Baskin about something as bad as murder and she didn't do it? Yeah, that wouldn't I mean, be ter- good. It's ter- terrible to think how... But you guys are all involved. Yeah. Whoa, 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 yeah, well, whoa. I have never I'm accused her. I'm not. Oh. I will stand by that. I have never accused her of murder. Are you sure? I pr- pulled uh, the tape. You don't think she did it? No. Uh, here is Jesse in California weighing in on Eddie's cell phone situation for his son. Jesse, what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? Good morning. Good morning. Um, this is my this is my take on that. You guys are doing great by not giving your kids any phones. It makes them be more creative. Those kids will use their mind more instead of being stuck in front of a screen because my son's 12 and he's literally just worried about getting smarter. So he's like, oh, I don't need a phone, dad. He's like, I don't care what my friends say. That's on them. And he says they don't pay attention in school, dad. He's like, they just sit there, look at their phones. They're not paying attention to homework. So I think you guys are doing good. Don't listen to uh, the guy with no kids. He doesn't know what he's talking about. (laughs) That's you, Bones. My phone makes me more creative. I love it. Can't get enough of it. If you use it in semi-moderation, it's a tool. Yeah, and kids shouldn't be able to have their phone out in class. Yeah. Right? Hey, get good kids in. That's what it sounds like to me. Sounds like his kid's pretty good. Sounds like his kid's awesome. But my daughter also wants to be smart. She really does. Like, so I, I get that. It's hard. Like, kids want to be smart, but then they also just want to be able to call somebody, I guess. Because my daughter has a tablet. It's not like she's not getting screen time. So I can't be a hypocrite there. Jesse just laid it on me, so I'm just going to back out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jesse, appreciate you, man. If you guys want to call us, you you can. (laughs) 877-77-BOBBY. We'll find out which country star DM'd Ray back. One out of only 10. That's next. Okay, Ray, walk me through what you did. All right, so I just created a little radio bit. I thought, why not see if these country artists are as friendly as we think they are? If I send them a DM... And if they'll respond, I'm curious, do they respond to their fans or do they just totally neglect their Instagram direct messages? Okay, so he messaged 10 artists. I gave them 24 hours and only one of them responded. Uh, Let me put Lisa on. I know she didn't call for this bit, but we'll give her a prize if she can guess right. 
Hey, Lisa in Arkansas, how are you? Good, and how are you? I'm pretty good. So I'm going to get to what you're calling about in one second, but first... I'm going to have you hop in here and see if you can guess the artist because Raymundo sent a direct message to 10 different country artists on Instagram. Only one responded. Which one will it be? I'll read you through the list real quick. Okay, good. Kane Brown, Luke Combs, Jason Aldean, Jamison Rogers, Tim McGraw, Matt Stell, Blake Shelton, Hardy, Russell Dickerson, and Morgan Wallen. Now, that's a lot. That's 10, but he wanted oh. to see how many would come back. I don't know either, because I'm going to play two. You just know that it's one. Mm-hmm. There was you one didn't tell five. me, right, Ray? You didn't write it in my thing, did you? Nope. Yeah. Lisa, did you hear all those? Yes, sir. Okay, we're all going to pick, and you can pick what we pick, or you can pick your own. Amy, what do you have? I got Russell Dickerson. Okay. I'll tell you why I didn't pick Russell. He's got a baby. I'm not sure he's focused as much on his yeah. DMs. Good call. Well, Good call. I was thinking his baby's napping, so he opens oh. up the DMs, <laughs> and he's like, I better see what's going on. Hey, Ray. Okay. Russell Dickerson is Amy's guest. Lunchbox? Well, he's probably sitting around having a beer, just hanging out, and writing a song. He's like, what's going on on Instagram? So I went with Hardy. Hardy. Hardy, okay. <laughs> Eddie. Oh, man, I went with someone who I think is a pretty nice guy and one that probably look at his DMs just to respond to fans. Not a big star, but I'm going to go with Matt Stell. Now, I could see someone like a Matt Stell or Jamison Rogers or even a Hardy who don't have as big a followings yet. Correct. Yeah. Looking and seeing. However, I'm going to mark some stuff off my list here. I don't think it's Luke Combs. Nice guy, but gets too many DMs. Yeah. It's not Aldean. I don't even know if Aldean's actually on Instagram himself. <laughs> Occasionally he gets on and trolls me and then I don't know that he gets on ever again. I, I don't think Jason's really big into social media. Okay. So I'm going to go not Aldine. I don't think it's McGraw. It's definitely not Blake. I think the nicest guy on this list is Kane Brown. Okay. I think Kane Brown's the nicest guy on this list and I think Kane Brown is so back and forth active with his fan base more so than anybody else. That's why my answer is Kane Brown. Okay, Lisa. <laughs> Who, who do you who do you want to go with? I was going to say Blake Shelton because he's um, he's a good old country boy and he probably looks at his, his stuff okay. as much as anybody else does. But I would say Blake Shelton. She's going Blake Shelton. All right, Ray, is anyone right? Yes. Okay. Uh, wow. I, hmm. Come on, Matt Stell. I mean, yeah, King Brown Maria, which is awesome. Yeah, Bobby's breakdown makes me want to change my vote. You think? Oh my, yes, Bobby had it all laid out. There I like, may not be right. No, Hardy could be right, Lunchbox. Yeah, he Hardy. actually was saying Hardy could be right. I, I think right. it could oh, be yeah. one of the yeah. guys okay. that don't have a big following yeah. yet. Hardy? <laughs> you already given up on Hardy? Well, I had given up right. on Hardy because Bobby convinced me it was Kane. Is it Hardy? No. <laughs> okay. You can give up on Hardy now. <sighs> Is it Blake Shelton? No. All right, there goes Lisa. Oh, that boy. means... You, me and Matt Stell. Uh, Russell Dickerson. Kane Brown. Okay. Was it Russell Dickerson? Oh, oh my God. he's oh my still God. a nice Dude, guy, though. If it's Kane Brown, I'm going to flip. Because he plays it Call is. of Duty all the it time. Is. It's going to be Kane Brown because he is, he he's on Instagram. He's got a baby, yeah. too. He's dialed in. Well, let's see. Raymundo, who is the only country music artist to respond to your DM? See, you have a good measurement on people. 
I saw Masto. I'm like, that'd be a guy that would write back to all his fans who DM him. I thought he was also in the mix because, yeah. again, he doesn't have a million followers right. yet, and he's probably still, you know, hitting as many as he can. Mm-hmm. Good job, Eddie. Hey, Eddie. Hey. Nice one, buddy. Hey. That's awesome. That's so what did he reply back? What's up, man? That's it. And then, I mean, that's probably where the bit dies, but thank God somebody responded or that would just been a terrible thing. Hey, oh, do, for 10. do five more tomorrow. That's funny. From right now to, to the next one. And then we'll play again tomorrow. Can All we right. submit? Like, who we should. I think I'm going to do the next five right now on the country. I did the list, the top 10 songs in the country. Oh, that's why you picked those Yeah, 10. so now I could do 11 through 15. Oh, that, that's an easy way to do it. Okay, we'll, we'll see it tomorrow, all right? <laughs> this is funny. funny. There you go, Matt Still. Uh, Lisa, what did you want to say? Sorry about that. Oh, you're fine. Um, I just had I just had fun sitting here listening to y'all. Um, on the cell phones, um, I have two teenagers. I have a 16 year old and a 13 year old, and um, mine for the longest time had an app called CenturyLink, which actually lets you go into the app. You can set the times on when your kids can actually be on your cell, their cell phones and when they get shut off. So, like, my girls have chores. We have horses. So they have to take care of the horses and animals first. And when they're done, they can go on their phones about, like, 10 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock. And they're only at a certain time where they get their cell phones get shut off. So, like, at night time, it's not allowed. And you can have them set, like, during, during Monday through Friday. And then the weekends, they can have more time. And um, my girls aren't allowed to take their cell phones to school unless they have a game or a band. So you can actually follow their phones where their phones are at. So if they take them with them and they're not supposed to have them, that app tells you where their phones are at. See you guys. So it's called CenturyLink? <sighs> Sounds like a lot of work. Yes, dude. ma'am. Okay. It's a lot of work to have a kid, Eddie. I know. I don't know if you know this. I know. I don't want added work. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I like the better, like, take the phone away from him and be like, nope, you're not having this. Old school. But he didn't do anything. What do you mean take it away from him? <laughs> no, I mean, instead of having a program that you have to set time or whatever, I just like the whole avoid the whole phone thing. Oh, man, that app sounds like a dream for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's some voicemails. This is Matt from Unionville, Tennessee, who called us last night. There was a, a group of uh, three ladies from your show that was at Woolies Off-Road ATV Park back on uh, August 29th. I was there. They had turned over a Jeep, and I didn't know it. I didn't see the Jeep, but I saw the ladies, and I drove on by because they were just standing there with a dog. The owner of the place had to go help turn the Jeep over, and I wanted to sincerely apologize, and I hope you get this and uh, tell the ladies that I am sorry. Thank you. Morgan has a Jeep. We didn't know you flipped a Jeep. Yeah, I, I posted about it. You we, flipped it? Well, it wasn't flipped. It was on its side. We, yeah, we that's it. flipping Wasn't it. that scary? Oh, it was terrifying. Hillary was with me, and yes, I have my dog who now hates me because of the incident. Every We all kind of went flying a little bit in the car. Yeah, it was an incident. I never saw it, and I watched your Instagram stories. <laughs> I didn't no, I posted either. it on my feed. Like, it was a photo of the Jeep. So it was with, like, my Jeep dealership that I have, and I had a Jeep out to go take photos. And I had never been off-roading, so we went for the first time, and we got stuck. And yeah, the, the Jeep totally went up on its side. Is it, did it get, like, damaged? No, the Jeep, total total champ. Oh, the, the Jeep didn't have any issues. So you still have your deal? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no problems. Amy, you didn't lose your deal, did you? Because Amy wrecked. Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard from Mazda. <laughs> Amy, Amy wrecked her deal. <laughs> Literally. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I My car had damage, though. 
like yeah, yeah, thousands yeah, yeah. of dollars. <laughs> and this caller, why, why did he rat out Morgan number two? No, he's, he's he was apologizing. apologizing yeah, yeah, he was apologizing, though, like to also be like, uh-huh. All right, here's the next one. Hey, Bobby, I had a question. When you tell people when you're done talking, hey, give us a call back. Let us know how it goes. How many actually call you back? Most. And if they can't get us on the live show like we are now, they call at night, like this next caller. Remember the daycare didn't change your son's diaper? Oh, yeah. yeah. We had her on the air. Here you go. Here she is. This is Amanda from Gainesville, Florida, leaving an update. I just had a little update. So my husband decided he wanted to take the reins on this one, and he gave the daycare a call the next day after I had settled down a little bit. My husband works in a boiler, so he said, I work in a boiler, and I know what it's like to get rubbed raw down there on your man parts. Uh, I just don't want my son to have to go through that. So I'd really appreciate it if you gave him an extra look at his diaper before he goes home to his mama because he's had some issues lately. And they... Never did it again. There you go. Problem Took solved. Care of it. Nice. Um, Raymundo, let's play Matt Stell since he did respond <laughs> to your DM. He gets the Nice Guy Award today. For, for September 29th, here is Mr. Country Music. We, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. Awesome. <laughs> Do you have his cell phone number? Do we have his cell phone number? I don't know him well enough to just call him, I don't think. I'm sure we can get it real quick. No, it's okay. If we don't have it, I was just going to call him right Ray, now and give him his award. DM him. For his cell phone number? Yeah. All right. No, that's okay. Hey, call us if you want. We'd love to talk to you. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number. 877-77-B-O-B-B-Y. If you have a question for the show, a comment about a segment, we have our arms open to you right now. We welcome you. We try to be so inclusive. We want you on the air. We know we couldn't do this show without you. So if there's something you want to say or a question you want to ask, hit us with it. People blame checking social media for the most sleep loss. Mm. So we're talking about phones. I want to bring this up. People increasingly blame their phones on sleep loss. Checking social media, late night texts, work emails, are the things that we're doing on our phones instead of sleeping. The thing that I do, I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm like, oh, what time is it? I grab my phone, and I judge the time based on how many tweets I can read right then. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do in the middle of the night. I'll check tweets. All right, hit us up. By the way, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. On the phone right now, he has been deemed Mr. Country Music for September 29th, 2020, because he was the only artist to respond to Ray on Instagram. Clap your hands for Matt Stell, everybody. Yeah. Matt, up, how you doing, bud? Good to talk to you. Man, I'm good. I was just uh, just got a little ring a while ago and said and said, "Hey, man, uh, holler at Bobby and see what's going on." So I thought I'd, I thought I'd give you a call, see what's up. So first of all, were you awake, and why are you awake so early? You're a big famous country man, I artist. Was, I was barely barely <laughs> awake. It was pretty awesome. I was like, I had the top of my teeth brushed. When uh, I got the the, uh, the call, so um, I got to finish the bottom row here in a little while. But <laughs> well, so Raymundo sent ten country artists all in the top ten right now a DM, and you were the only one to respond. So that's why today you are Mister Country Music. Yes, let's go. <laughs> I knew I knew keeping an eye on my DMs was going to work out <laughs> at some level. Well, and you're just so if other listeners want to follow you, you're Matt Stell Music. Is there another Matt Stell? I think there probably is, uh, as I recall, something back in the day. I think there is another Matt Still, I don't, I don't know yeah, him, but uh, there is. He's uh, uh, plays for SU men's soccer, class of twenty two, 
uh, and he's wearing a bunny suit in his photo. <laughs> so I guess that was taken. So yeah, Matt Stell music. Hey Matt, let me ask you a question. I think there probably has to be a bit of relief, and I say this in a serious way, but a bit of relief that you're not a one-hit wonder. Like you get your second song out, and it's now a top ten song, right? Man, I tell you what, it's it's uh it's pretty crazy. I felt like after the first one, you know, we were kind of playing with house money because I, you know, I didn't really know what to expect or have any expectations, but for sure, you know, now that we've got uh, a second song out that uh, that folks seem to like, it is um, it is certainly a different kind of pressure that's relieved. You're not going to be Lou Bega or Chumbawamba because <laughs> you have a top ten. That's a hit, baby. Hey man, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take it. Hey, are as you playing ball? I love Chumbawamba. Hey, are you playing basketball much anymore? Man, I hoop a little bit. Um, you know, it's kind of since since COVID's been uh, been happening. You know, it's, it's tough to find the game, but but I've, I've played a little bit out at uh, out at Ashley Gorley South Zone, and um, I've had hardwood floors. It's always been a dream of mine to dribble in my house anytime I want to, and uh, so I do that when I'm when I'm watching anything. I just dribble around the house. So. Well, here's what I'm going to do. Since you're Mr. Country Music, we're having our final. We play a big basketball game at the house on Sunday nights. You're you're welcome to come over to the house, have a basketball court. We play something called Knockout. Are you familiar with Knockout? Oh yeah, I, I know Knockout. It's our it's our final game of the of the year. No one has COVID. That's the only rule. You can't have COVID. We have a we have some friends. So you are more than welcome to come over Sunday five o'clock if you want to play basketball with us. Man, that sounds like a blast. How tall? How tall are you? Six seven. He's tall. Yeah, but he's shooting. Six, What's he gonna seven? do? Post us yeah, up. But- yeah, knockout is not is not really that that uh, much of an advantage. Right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay, so I'll text yeah, you if you, you want to come because Amy's going to show up and play for the first time. You playing Sunday? I, I yeah, I think so. Lunch? Are you playing? Lunch yeah. went last time. I'm playing. Eddie? <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Ray? Uh, it depends how many bets I got going. How good of a Saturday Sunday it is. <laughs> if I'm on tilt, I can't play basketball. Okay, Scuba, are you in? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, All right. In. Matt, I'll text you. Hey, congratulations on being Mr. Uh, Country Music for today. And we're going to play. We just played your new single. Now we're going to play. We're going to do a two shot. Yeah. Two shot Tuesday, Matt Still. Dang, when I Let's have that, my voice sounds awesome. Yeah, you sound good on the radio. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's yeah. like a real DJ. <laughs> All right, Matt. Good to talk to you. I'll, I'll text you soon. All right, y'all. We'll see you soon. All right, there he is. Matt Still, everybody. Coming at you here. <laughs> Rock 106. Matt Still prayed for you. <laughs> Dude, allergy voice guy could do beat voiceovers. All right, here's, here he is, Matt Stell prayed for you. Bobby Bone Show. This is not Rock 106 or whatever I said, by the <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing today? I have a friend in town, so kind of just working on a few things with them, and then school pickup. It goes so fast. Like I feel like I leave here, try to do some work, and then next thing you know, I got to be in that pickup line. What about you? Well, I got to get better. I mean, my throat is killing me from this... Uh, this drainage, my allergies are killing me. This is the second time in like a month and a half. So, and if I wasn't getting, again, COVID tested three times a week, I would think I was dying of COVID. <laughs> but oh, it's, a it's just, I cannot, and I hate coming on the air and not having my full voice. And so those mornings, I just play more music. So I apologize to everybody. Because I, I really do lead a very healthy life. Eat right, I exercise, I avoid folks. Hey, no judgment here. I judge myself. You're human, man. No, I'm not. We no. know this by now. <laughs> well, you're not normal, but you're uh, human. Appreciate you. See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Yeah. The Bobby Bones Show.